Uh, you're listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast with so many taglines that we're going to start inserting taglines between... E- no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> no, I vetoed. <laughs> no. Definitely not. My name is Jonathan Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winner, and I'm Jim Davis. Okay. It's Saturday, December 22nd, 1984. It's Garfield number seven. No. Two three seven nine. Can I read? Can I read the tagline that came up for me? Yeah. Goes. You're listening to Being Jim Davis. What do we want? Garfield. How concisely do we want it recapped? Look, if we're being honest, <laughs> there's a lot to unpack here. We listen to recap podcasts ostensibly to bask in nostalgia, and we appreciate some thoroughness if you're going to bother discussing it at any sort of length. <laughs> However, in order for a daily podcast to work, it needs to be short enough to fit into a daily commute. So realistically, 10 to 20 minutes would be ideal. (laughs) Tagline author, Adam Catscratch. Uh, (laughs) I don't think I've seen that one before. Or I've read it many times before and have forgotten. Hard to know. You, you, You could have had your memory wiped. It's possible I had yeah. my memory wiped. Do you see how they do that in that movie? Uh, uh, total yes, Recall? Yes, I'm thinking of Men in Black. Oh. <laughs> they got a little flashy thing. They wiped the memory. Uh, flashy could thing. Have been total, flashy could thing. Have been, Vincent D'Onofrio. It could have been Total Recall as well. Yeah. Do you know that movie is very different from the short story? Is the, It doesn't who, matter. Who's the, who wrote the short story? Oh, oh, obviously it was my man Philip K. Dick. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Obviously. That's my not man, hard to believe. Philip K. Dick. He wrote most stories. He wrote a great many stories. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. It, him he and, wrote him Jonathan and, uh, Franzen's The Corrections. Who's that racist guy? Uh, Scott Adams. <laughs> Scott Adams wrote most stories. <laughs> H.P. Lovecraft. That's who I was thinking. Uh, well, what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, uh, look, like a lot of people have been racist. Garfield, wake up. You're near home. That's, this I guess. One, okay. This is weird. This is, yeah. this is a first. So There's, Garfield is... Uh, yeah, okay, you describe it. Because I'm having trouble... <laughs> Garfield is, has collapsed in the snow and he's uh-huh. dying. I, I'm going to sure. say, you know, yeah. he, he's in. He's near uh, death. He's near. He's he's about to lose consciousness. Mm-hmm. And, Listeners, look, look. Okay, I think I'm familiar with the kind of people okay. who listen to the to this podcast. So let me just put it in terms they can understand. Understand. <laughs> Listeners, Garfield currently has zero hit points, and he's failed at least two of his death saves already. So he's about to take that third death save. Okay, go on. Death save. Our listeners will understand, Jonathan. I have faith in our listeners. What, what, what is this? What is this, Sekiro? No, it's a Dungeons Garfield's, and Garfield's Dragons has, reference. Has resurrection it's, a refer- it's a reference to Dungeons and Dragons, Jonathan, which was a popular tabletop role-playing game it in the 1980s. It just seems like overkill. Give me one or the other. Come on. Okay. No, no, they're the great... Di- they're like chocolate and peanut butter. They go great together. Okay. Uh, I think Garfield is meant to be having a vision. 
I think that's mm. what's going on here. But it's okay, a sleep so the, vision, a dream a vision, thought bubble. Uh-huh. And the thought bubble says, Garfield, wake up, you're near home. And then, Is there anything else notable about the thought bubble, Only Jonathan? what I was about to say. Okay, I'd like to hear it. Jonathan, what you were think, you about you I, to say? You think I was going to just leave off there? Just, just, just No, I was, call okay, quits? look, I was setting you up. I would, look, okay, you know, it's not like, this is a fictionalized construct. Uh-huh. You know, we set each other up. It's like... There's a whole. Are you not genre savvy, Chris? The podcast is not a construct. Like we're we're actually doing it. I mean, it's, it's all it's a, a construct. It's, in it's a like way. a physical like, thing it, in reality. It's, it's like, real and it's not real. You know, like it's like professional sure. wrestling. Like like our relationships are constructed. Podcasting is much like professional wrestling, but like, uh-huh. okay, <laughs> all right. So so. Uh, what's what's going on in that the 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 other half of that? That's my question bubble? to you. Yeah, that's my question to you. Your aunt Cindy is poking up from. <laughs> I do not have an aunt side. Cindy, Jonathan. I'm sorry. Your your mother, your mother, <laughs> you Cindy. Explain this. To my me. aunt Cindy. Yeah, Garfield's mother, Cindy. Yeah, I get. I, do you think my mother, Cindy? Could play Garfield's mother in the in the live action remake. Yeah, I think she'd nail it. I think she's she's got the hairstyle. Now it would have to be she'd have to go back twenty or so years. But. So Garfield's mother is like looking down on him from yeah. inside the thought bubble. Yes. Only like only only her head and her paws are visible. So it's like she's mm-hmm. it's like the thought bubble is a window and she's like peering. On it, she's perched on the sill, peering it through. Does, it yeah, him. it's one way of reading this is that she's inside a thought bubble. Another way of reading this is that a portal has opened up <laughs> in the sky, and Garfield's mother is peering down from the portal. And honestly, particularly the way that the snowflakes are indistinguishable from the little dots that lead up to the thought yeah. bubble. I would say it's 50-50. Like, is this motherfucker, is it a duck or a rabbit? I don't know. It's both. These theories are equally valid by definition. Yeah. By definition. They're definitionally equally valid. Mm -hmm. And then Garfield in panel two uh, regains consciousness. Yeah. Yeah, A little asterisk to the Mm -hmm. left of his head to tell us that. he, He succeeded in his final death save. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a, he got he got knocked out by Soda Popinski and then he mashed the button <laughs> fast enough to come back. I feel like Garfield wouldn't get knocked out by Soda Popinski. I feel like at least, yeah. you know, to knock out a Garfield, you're going to need... No, actually, Soda Popinski's quite good, isn't he? Wait, I was wait, thinking about Glass Joe. Gla- wait, 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 you couldn't think of a boxer that you fight after Soda Popinski, could you? I couldn't, no. No, I couldn't. I can't oh, remember who Mr. Comes. Sandman? Look, I can't... I don't Super think... Super Macho Man? Bald Bull Jonathan, 2? Jonathan, I'm not here to tell you the correct sequencing of the bo- <laughs> opposing boxers in the Nintendo game Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. <laughs> I, I'm not too proud to say that when you and I said Soda Popinski... I was incorrectly thinking of Glass Joe. 
Now, obviously, we both agree that Garfield could take Glass Joe in a fight. There's no way that Glass Joe is going to knock out Garfield. Soda Papinski? Yeah, I don't know. That's 50-50 odds in my book. What about Von Kaiser? I do not remember. Oh, I do remember Von Kaiser. Yeah, you remember Von Kaiser. Was Von Kaiser... Was he Von comes Kaiser, the Ford Piston Honda 1. Was Von Kaiser... Uh, was Von Kaiser more or less fearsome than King Hippo? Less. Okay, also, que- sub-question B, in retrospect, that game was pretty racist, wasn't it? Now that I'm thinking about uh, some of those boxers. They yeah, were all well, basically all ethnic stereotypes. It's full of ethnic stereotypes. Yeah. Uh, Soda Popinski's original name? Vodka Drunkensky. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Great yeah, stuff. They changed it to Soda Popinski because that's racist. Kid-friendly racism. Yeah, because, <laughs> um, oh, yeah, you well. know, in, in a way, didn't like uh, alcohol mentions. Mm. You know. Yeah, when I when you think about it, yeah. Piston Honda was not a... Okay, we... Yeah, all of those characters, actually. Wow. <laughs> yeah, the 1990s were a different time. Not a word okay. about Great Tiger, huh? I had forgotten about Great Tiger, but... Did, okay, also... Now that I'm remembering Great Tiger, did he use magic in the boxing ring? Because I feel like that would be against the rules. Um, like, did he do some kind of magic with a ruby in his headdress and he teleported? Yeah. Well, he, okay. So you're, there's two different things there. So okay. He, yeah, he had a he had a super punch where he would uh, he would uh-huh. like spin rapidly in a circle. Okay. Around, that's around probably the ring. not against the rules. I feel like spinning around in a circle is probably doesn't <laughs> contravene the rules of boxing. Just the rules of physics. Um, but it, the 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 jewel or the gem in his mm-hmm. his turban, yeah, was uh, was his tell. Like it would flash and then he would punch you. Oh, he really okay. So I was going to say, it seems like they probably have some rules about you know, acceptable headgear in the ring. Yeah. But like, he shouldn't be wearing that just strategically. Strategically. He shouldn't yeah. wear that. If the, if the gem in there is going to give away when he's going to punch you. I mean, I, I, I am of passing skill and punch out. Uh huh. Um, I, I, I've always, know, I've always said that about you. I'm, I'm no Matt Turk, you know, I, I, when uh, people are, well, don't sell yourself short. Okay. When people say, when people ask me about my cousin Jonathan, they're like, oh, how's Jonathan doing? I'll say, oh, he's of more than passing skill at the (laughs) 1990s Nintendo Entertainment System game Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. So in the last panel, Uh we have a a perspective shift here. Sure. The camera is now behind Garfield looking over his left shoulder. Yeah. You got an over-the-shoulder shot. Over-the-shoulder shot. Mm -hmm. Uh, And... Uh, Garfield. Oh, I, I. He was thinking, "Huh, mom, what?" In the last mm-hmm. panel, sure. And then now he's thinking, "Wow, it never looked better." And it, he's looking at, presumably, the Arbuckle mm-hmm. household. Yeah. And Jonathan, and... how are we to interpret? There's a star, a blazing <laughs> yellow star, directly yeah. above the Arbuckle household. Shooting its rays, its bright yellow rays, down onto the house, and the house is like blazing in this starlight. Um, I feel like there's only two possible explanations. 
I'd like to hear this. Explanation one, aliens. That's not a star. It's some kind of spacecraft, and it's, you know, doing a... It's doing an alien ray on the Arbuckle house. It never looked better than when it was being abducted by aliens. <laughs> it's true. It could be a tractor beam. It could be a destructo ray. It's hard to know. Yeah. Uh, explanation two... Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is in the process of being born in the Arbuckle House, and Garfield, I guess, is the three wise men in this in this version of the um, of the Bible story. It's the greatest story ever told, Jonathan. Okay, the story I, of the time Garfield got lost. I like the. Uh, okay, two things about this. I'd like to hear them. Number one, mm-hmm. I like. Uh, the back of Garfield's head. Sure. I think we've talked about this before, but we don't see that very often. And when yeah, we do... Yeah, it's always nice to see it. It's one of the it's more cat-like nice features, it. I feel like. It's like the back of his head. Mm-hmm. Um, and like he's got he's got some like noticeable scruff there. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, number two, um, you said that this happened on Christmas Eve. Uh, I didn't if I say remember that. correctly. I thought you did. I said that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is clearly be, <laughs> no. Being at the beginning of this born. arc, you you you, uh, you said that he was going to get back home on Christmas Eve. But it's maybe, possible. I maybe, said that. It's, it's hard. I mean, it's I guess hard. we have it's another possible. day. Oh, we have two more days. Is M- Monday is going to be Christmas Eve? Hmm. I wonder if that'll be yeah, continuity. Yeah, we've got some time yet. But, I mean, you know, he's coming... Within the... Within the narrative, you know, sometimes the flow of time gets weird. And, uh, you know, who's to say? The flow of time is convoluted. Yeah, you know, like, you know, so, like we so, we sometimes do the pose that, like, each Garfield happens 24 hours after the last one. Yeah. But sometimes that's clearly not the case. Like, you know, bunches. Clearly. Of, so it, it could be narratively that Garfield is, is coming home on Christmas Eve or Christmas or whatever. I'm just going to read the synopsis real quick. It says, Garfield is guided by the spirit of their mother, who died, I guess, sometime in the last two days. <laughs> so Ryan Pfeiffer had a much darker reading of this than we did. Mm, I mean, it's possible. It's hard to know. It's not, it's not wrong. It's not wrong. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to know. Well, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Then Jonathan, the podcast ends. I've been Googling. I Googled who was the most racist character in Mike Tyson's punch out. <laughs> It's not a clear answer. There's a lot of articles about how racist that game was. Yeah. But, you know. Um, it's all right. It's Japanese racism. Yeah, I guess that's, I guess that's fair. Yeah. 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 Uh, what are you going to do? Oh, it does continue into the next week. Yeah. I, oh, to the next week, even. Wow. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm mostly re- mostly reading this article. The people who made Mike Tyson's Punch Out are racist. Let's get this over with. Yeah, let's do. That's fine.
This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.